My name is Linda Garcia, and you're listening to Investees, the show where we break down the cheesement on the stock market and the current state of the economy. What is up, Investees? This week, we are going to focus on earnings season. We are halfway through earnings season. Time is flying by. Every quarter, publicly traded companies are required to report their financials. They release their financial statements, their balance sheet, their cash flow statements, and they also hold sort of like a press conference. We call it an earnings call where they give context to all of the financial statements that were released. I'm going to make it very simple to understand all in all what we're looking for to identify is how much money came in, how much money was spent, and how much money was made or how much money was lost. And so these earnings calls just give context to what actually took place. And then what we're also looking for in these earnings calls is what we call forward guidance, which just means that they are giving us insight from their perspective at that point in time, what they see for the future in their business. This could mean adding new products to the business. It could also mean giving a perspective on where we are economically. It is just a view of the future, what they are expecting from their perspective. Of course, forward guidance can always change, but as investors, we do sort of hold them accountable towards forward guidance. And if forward guidance doesn't sound that great, if it sounds negative, then the market reacts. If forward guidance sounds positive, then the market reacts. If they gave forward guidance for the future quarter that was not met, then they have to explain why, because we hold them accountable. So who's they and who's we? The CEO, the CFO, and the COO. Those are typically the folks that are speaking on these earnings calls. We are actually listening from, of course, the ones that were hired to run the business. A lot of the times in publicly traded companies, we look at the CEO as the owner of the company and they are not the owners. The owners are actually the shareholders. We as investors are the owners of the company and this is why they have to report and release their financials because we have to be able to hold them accountable to not only what they said they were going to do, but to make sure that their financials look in line. So investors have a lot of power over publicly traded companies. This is why it's true when you hear folks say the company only cares about their shareholders. Well, yes, in part because they are the owners. So what they think about the company and how it's operating is crucial to the organization overall. This is why it is so important as minorities to become shareholders so that we can have control over these companies. Imagine what the landscape would look like if at least 25% of shareholders were minorities. Unfortunately, right now, 90% of shareholders are white, 1.1% are black and 0.5% are Latine. The 8.4 that are missing are referenced in the data as other. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what I am seeing with earnings calls and some other notable news for the week. 
Are you my investee and you haven't started investing yet? No judgment, check this out. On August 12th and 13th, I have an incredible beginner's stock market crash course that is going to be taking place live virtually. You're going to be able to interact with me. It is a community favorite crash course that I haven't done since 2021. I'm excited to bring it back. Join me for more information over at inlosewetrust.com. Search for Wealth Warrior The Course. And if you're already an investee investing with me and you know someone that is your bestie that needs to become an investee, have them check out Wealth Warrior The Course over on my website. I look forward to seeing you all on August 12th and 13th. Welcome back, investees. I want to talk to you about what I saw this week in the market. We are halfway through earnings season, Q2 earnings season. We are currently in quarter three, and we have some of the majors reporting. I'm watching a really interesting pattern develop that nobody is talking about. The stock market is on a positive note. There is positive sentiment surrounding the stock market. We are seeing the stock market do exceptionally well. I mean, year to date, we're doing great. But all in all, we have been on a positive trajectory since October of 2022. This was a highly anticipated earnings season as we were in the midst of Are we going to have a recession? What's going on with the economy? And the stock market seems to be, again, feeling extremely positive. The interesting pattern I noticed is the following. Earnings are coming in positive. We have many companies reporting beat on earnings and beat on revenue, which is great. However, they are seeing decreases in consumer purchases. So the volume of purchases are coming down. The reason that they're beating earnings and revenue is because they have raised prices. I'm watching this similar pattern develop for multiple companies. Domino's Pizza is an example. Procter & Gamble is another example. Pepsi is another example. The latest company to report this was Procter & Gamble. And you could almost feel the worry that they had, of course, losing consumers based on price increases, despite beating on earnings and beating on revenue. When Pepsi reported, they made it very clear that in 2023, they were not going to increase any more prices. They were also concerned with the loss in customers that they had. And so the question here is, how sustainable is this? How sustainable are these earnings and revenue? Is this something that these companies are going to be able to keep up in the next quarter? This quarter, Wall Street was actually expecting for earnings to not be this positive. And so we're seeing this positive sentiment, but I feel like we're missing the real picture. For example, Meta, formerly known as Facebook, reported doing extremely well last quarter. They outperformed. They laid off 21,000 people. So of course they're going to outperform. Cuts like that is going to have an effect on the bottom line. 
I'm just wondering how much of this positive news in the market is due to adjustments that have been made because of where we are in the economy. And how sustainable is this? I'm just not sure this is sustainable. I'm usually really positive on the market, but I am starting to feel a little apprehensive I'm actually starting to wonder if in the fourth quarter we're going to see a recession, and I do wonder if the stock market is going to be affected by a potential recession. Given that these companies could potentially lose even more customers due to their prices being unaffordable right now during this economy. And so if that is the case, when they do report, we will see that reflected and then the stock market won't have such a positive sentiment and we can potentially see some pullback. Other notable news that I want to mention is that the Fed, which the Fed, by the way, is the Federal Reserve System, they are the United States Central Bank, has increased our interest rates by 0.25%, also called 25 basis points. So when you hear basis points, it's also referencing the percentage. So we have had 11 increases since the Feds started to increase And believe it or not, the intention for this increase is to really tighten economic activity. The reason the feds want to do this is because they are wanting to lower inflation. That is their goal, to lower inflation. And one of the tools to lower inflation is to increase rate hikes because this means that there's less money that is flooded into the market that we get to use as consumers making the dollar more valuable versus where we were before. And the reason we have inflation is because a lot of money was flooded into the market. Remember those stimulus checks? It felt like free money, but it's really not free money. We're paying the price for that money right now during challenging economic times. The intention of the Federal Reserve is what we call a soft landing. They're trying to lower inflation, but not throw us into a recession, which is a very tricky thing to do. A lot of economists still think that we're going to hit a mild recession. We shall wait and see. So much contradicting information given that the stock market is performing so well, which leads me into my last notable news pertaining to the Dow Jones, which is an index fund that measures the top 30 leading companies in this country that are publicly traded, had a historical 13-day streak. We have not seen a 13-day streak like this since January of 1987. So in 35 years, the Dow has not performed this way. It is really challenging right now to get a gauge on the economy and what the economy is doing because there are so many contradicting factors. That is it for the news on the stock market this week. I want you to walk away with understanding this. Millionaires are made during recessions. 
Any challenging economic time brings us back to the basics. It has us reanalyze how we're living and it gives us the opportunity to make much more intelligent decisions. This is the time to get educated. This is the time to begin your investing journey. If you'd like to join a community of investors, head over to my Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash in lose we trust where you can join a community of over 450 investors. I provide continued stock market support and education over there. You can also check out my book, Wealth Warrior, Eight Steps for Communities of Color to Conquer the Stock Market. You can find that book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your local bookstore, and also on Audible. I look forward to more stock talk with you, Investee, next week.